welcome back to our podcast, Pod Pals. I'm Mackenzie here with our music episode. Taylor, <laughs> Taylor's here too. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Hopefully, you've had some time to think about our question from last episode about video games, a favorite moment in a video game, uh, and how you think that moment got made. These two both came up with some new fun answers to that question. Mackenzie, you want to go first? Okay. In the older Mario games, or even just the regular Mario games, I really love the sound that it makes when you drop down a warp pipe. I don't care who you are, I just like the sound. And that sound was made by people called Foley artists, and they're the people who take everyday sounds and they put them into video games and movies. They're just like a hidden talent. Yeah, but a very important talent. Um, A lot of the famous sound effects that everybody sort of recognizes, even outside of the context, like the spaceship lasers in Star Wars or the sounds that Chewbacca makes or some example that's not from Star Wars. Those are all created by Foley artists whose job is to come up with new and interesting sounds for movies and games. So were you able to find... You went looking for where... The Super Mario Brothers one comes from. Were you able to find an answer? No. No, we're still looking, but somewhere that sound had to be either created, or sometimes they do a combination of yeah. other sounds to create a new one. Because. Um, and yeah, if we find an answer, maybe we'll come back to it in the next episode because it is an interesting question. Another one of those famous sounds from games that most people know who, who have ever played those games. All right, Taylor, how about you? Did you come up with another game moment? Um, in my game, my new game, New Super Lucky's Tale, whenever I lose a life uh-huh. or something, Lucky literally just says, like, ah, uh-huh. but more cartoony, and it's just another sound effect, and I think maybe they recorded a little, um, kid. And it sounds like a little person voice, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true, so, right, like we talked about last episode, um, video games often have voice actors for the characters, and it's, it wouldn't be uncommon for a cute little character like Lucky to have... A child actor play the voice, which would be a pretty cool job if you were a kid and you're recording your voice into video games. That'd be pretty awesome, huh? Like kid actors. Yeah, kid actors. Uh, okay, cool. So hopefully you all had some good conversations at home with, with friends or parents or family uh, about your favorite moments in video games as well. But like Mackenzie said, today is our music episode. And that um, we, we, well, Mackenzie came up with this as our topic because uh, we've been doing some more pop culture reviewing this week. So, Kenzie, why don't you explain what made us decide to do this topic this week? Um, we watched Trolls World Tour, and it was really good. And that night, I don't know, I just got thinking that we should do a music episode because we've covered everything else. And I thought Not it would be really thing. interesting yeah. because... We definitely haven't covered everything else, but it is one of the last We've covered big, a lot of things. Right, one of the Couple. big pop culture genres. Hush. Um... But yeah, just without spoiling anything, Trolls World Tour, um, it expands beyond the pop music of the original Trolls uh, and gets into a whole bunch of different genres and Trolls from all different regions of their version of the world. It turns out they all have their own uh, favorite versions of music and they're all very different. So I guess the first thing we need to talk about is what is a genre in general, and then we can maybe talk about genres in music. So Taylor, do you have any sense of what it means when we talk about a genre? Um, it's like a different type, like something you haven't heard of, maybe? Uh, yeah, it could be like a type or a category, yeah. Mackenzie, you want to add anything to that definition? Um, it's kind of the bigger categories, and they have subcategories within them, 
or they can. Sure. So there's genres and then there's sub-genres. So right, a, a genre means like a, a category of something. So when we're talking about music, you're talking about different types of music. And we can define the type of music by what instruments it involves or where it, where the, the music comes from or the type of lyrics or whether the songs tell stories or whether they even have lyrics at all or it's just instrumental. It's like, Taylor, do you remember any of the genres that the trolls in the movie had? Um, they had rock. Yep. Techno, yep. pop, jazz, hip hop. Oh wow, you you getting rap, country. Yeah, K-pop. And K-pop, yeah. What was the other one? I don't remember. Reggaeton, I think, yeah, was reggaeton. one of them. Yeah. Um, so so let me ask you this: Can you, Kenzie, why don't you take this one? I gave Taylor the last question. Um, like, what are what are some of the differences that you could name between like pick any two of those genres? What could you? Define as the different features of one versus another. Well, there's country uh-huh. and there is pop. Uh-huh. They both sometimes tell stories, other times mm-hmm. they don't. Country tends to be sadder or more, I don't know. Right, it's a generalization, but a lot of country music, there are themes of sadness and loss or wanting things. And that's that's definitely true of real country music. Not all of it is sad. Um, but as a genre in general, it sometimes addresses the sadder parts of life more than pop music because pop music is usually about upbeat, feel-good stuff. Again, that's a generalization. How is like techno different from some other genres like rock? Techno you guys uses a lot, a, lot of fil- a lot more filters and more high-tech. Yeah, it's, that's why it's called techno, right? It's usually produced with soundboards and other sort of electronic devices to create sounds instead of what people would think is more traditional instruments that doesn't make it less musical but it's kind of different as a as a genre from other things there's usually a dj who's creating it with mixing boards instead of like a person with a guitar or someone playing a flute turntables yep um so the movie does a nice job of respecting and showing how every genre is different and it influenced different emotions but why we should sort of respect and appreciate all of them and i i thought one of the cooler parts of the movie is this idea that not all music has to be happy so do you guys have thoughts on this idea of why, like, why would you want a song to make you feel anything other than happy? It's a hard question. Um, maybe if you're feeling sad, uh-huh. you can, like, listen to pop music and it'll make you happier and really upbeat. Yeah, so music can cheer you up if you're feeling in a bad mood, but why, why would you want a song that doesn't um, make you feel happy? Like, why do people listen to sad songs? Well, not every moment in your life you're going to be happy. Right. So sometimes you just need to listen to something sad mm-hmm. and feel like something understands you or something. Thinking about that yeah, makes I, me think of a show. Okay, we'll get to that in a second. But yeah, just to clarify Mackenzie's point, I think it's, that's a big part of it is like it's, it's nice to feel like pop culture is relatable, right? Same reason we watch movies sometimes with sad parts is that we can relate to the human experience of feeling things other than happy. No one feels happy all the time. That's kind of to jump to another pop culture um, movie. The whole point of the movie Inside Out, right, is that Joy has to discover that it's not healthy to feel happy all the time. Like it's normal to feel a range of emotions and it's okay to appreciate all those feelings. So there's lots of songs that celebrate feelings other than just plain happiness. What what show did it remind you of, Taylor? Um, Fuller House. In one episode, Max um, tried something and he failed at it. So he felt embarrassed and frustrated. And so he went home and listened to some sort of Taylor Swift song. I don't think it was Taylor Swift. I don't know what song. But he used the song to make himself feel better. Well, he was wallowing. 
Oh, you use the song to wallow? Oh, it feels good to wallow sometimes, you guys. That's a normal thing, though, right? Like, sometimes we want sad music just to, like, let our emotions flow over us. That's a normal, healthy feeling, and music is wonderful for that. Um, yeah, good. So there's lots of, of emotional aspects to music beyond just it makes you feel good or upbeat, even though everybody loves those types of songs. So the other thing we thought we'd talk about today for at least a few minutes is going back to this idea of music genres. Uh, when we talk about genre, the, there's kind of two different ways that they're categorized. There might be more ways that they're categorized, but there's there's kind of two big ones that music genres can be named or described by how the music gets made, like what instruments or how it's written or what the lyrics are like, or it can be defined partially by where does the music comes from, which we'd call its origins or its history, and that could be a country or a geographic place, or it could also be like a history of a certain group of people or a culture. Uh, and I think Mackenzie started to mention something earlier. When you talk about genre, there's like really big genres and then there's subgenres. In fact, if you really tried to draw a big picture of music and all the different genres and subgenres, I think it would probably look like a, a giant tree with a ton of branches and leaves and all these little tiny subgenres of the bigger ones that we were talking about early. Like there's rock and roll. But rock and roll has so many subgenres. There's southern rock and folk rock and hard rock and heavy metal. And I mean, you could do the same thing with almost every genre. So let's just pick a couple and maybe talk about where we think they come from or what defines them as a genre. And that'll be kind of our last thinking point for today. And then we'll get to our question of the pod. Okay. Um, so what genre do you want to start with? You got anyone? Well, let's start with pop music. What do you think defines pop music, Taylor? Oh, okay, Mackenzie. Taylor's pointing to Mackenzie. Definitely a more upbeat melody okay. and lyrics. Okay. They typically have lyrics, very fast-paced. Mm-hmm. Pretty yeah. good to dance to, I think. Yeah, oh, but some pop, some pop is not dance music. So pop is short for popular, like popular culture in general. Um, so these are your radio-friendly songs, right? Things like that. Um, and here's, I mean, here's the part you guys maybe don't know as much is that besides being generally lyrical and things like that, pop music tends to use really friendly, what are called music chords. You guys know that phrase from playing guitar, right? Um, and very friendly musical structures. When I say friendly, I mean like they're easy to listen to. And even someone who doesn't know or appreciate a lot about really complex music finds them enjoyable to listen to. Um, so one example of the structure of music is that most pop songs they use a pretty simple structure of verses and choruses. And I think you guys know what those terms mean. Like, uh, Taylor, what's a what's a verse of a song? All right, Mackenzie's going to hop in and help out. What's what's the verse of a song? So verses are the changing parts of the song. You the know? lyrics, right? The changing parts of the lyrics, lyrics. yeah. Yeah, so they, they can tell a story or they can just be a series of observations or images, right? But the, the verses change from one verse to the next, usually. Taylor, what's the chorus of the song? It's like the middle of the song. The thing, usually it's something that goes along with like the title of the song. Yeah, it's the part that repeats. It's the main idea, right? We might call it the theme of the song, the it's part the that comes part up that over and over again. It's the part that sticks in your head. Yeah, it's the part that usually sticks in your head, right? And then you so, can't remember the rest of the right. song. And usually those two things repeat themselves a couple times in a pop song, right? And then we have something called the bridge, which is the part where the instruments might do something different or wild and crazy a jamming guitar solo or something like that, or the, the the singer cutting loose and really showing off their vocals, something like that. But those structures are what makes pop music pop music. Um, Taylor, what about like rap or hip hop? Where do you think that maybe comes from or what where its origins might be? 
Well, its origins might be a long time ago as people started like trying to rhyme words and maybe they added like some sort of instrument to it. Yeah, it has a history in poetry and spoken word poetry. Like there's a, a whole genre called slam poetry where people perform poems out loud to a rhythm. So yeah, it has its origins in that. And then like you said, adding a beat behind it uh, to become what's now, like we said, there's sub-genres of rap and it's become really, really complex. As a Usually when you listen to rap, genre. like you can hear the person, like sometimes they use their voice uh-huh. as an instrument. Yes, that's called beatboxing, right? Yep, that's a really cool, fun sound. We were just listening to Biz Marquee the other day. What about acapella? Is that like rap? Um, it's loosely related in that sense of using your voice as an instrument. Yeah, I think that's a good point. It's a good point. Opera, yodeling. Sure. Mackenzie, what, uh, I think we might be the only people in the world linking yodeling to rapping, but that's okay. Genres are, (laughs) genres are fluid. They interlace. Um, what, Mackenzie, pick another genre. What's another genre and where do you think maybe it comes from? Folk music is a pretty big genre, but Uh it really connects to, uh, places, culture, and their people. Mm-hmm. It uses their instruments and their sounds and so, what they like yeah, as what, a whole. So what instruments do you picture in your head when you hear the word folk? Maybe some acoustic guitar. Acoustic guitar is probably one of the big ones. Do you know any other string instruments that get used in folk music, country music? Because um, those two are kind of banjo. closer. That, yep, ban- banjos, yeah. Um, the fiddle, no, yeah. The fiddle or violin gets played in a lot of that, yep. There's there's folk, there's bluegrass country. Um, so yeah, the, right, those those genres have their origin in the places that they began and emerged out of. So What about ukulele? The ukulele a little bit too, yeah. Ukulele songs are almost their own genre by themselves, mm-hmm. but um, yes, re- like but really related. Literally just ukulele, ukulele genres? Yeah, ukulele, ukulele genre is its own branch on the tree, I think, because it's such like a fun instrument. <laughs> That's right. So there's, there's lots of different genres out there, and they all have their own... They have their own traits, their own instruments, their own style of lyrics, the sorts of stories they tell, and almost all of them, I would say, also have their own history. Um, and ones that you identify strongly with, it might be partly because you identify with either the history or the sort of stories that they tell or the sort of um, feelings that they express through music, even things that are just instrumental, right? In fact, we could maybe do an episode later about how music is used to influence the way we feel during movies, right? That sort of instrumental with symphonies and orchestras and things like that. So lots lots to think about, but I think we are ready for our question of the pod for Mackenzie and Taylor to consider, and then for all of you to consider until we meet up again next week. All right, so the question of the pod this week that I want you all to talk about with somebody before we meet again next time, uh, it's about music, not surprisingly. I want you to think of You can do a song that you really like, or a band, or a singer, or a music artist of some kind that you really like, a group, it doesn't matter what it is. Uh, And the first question is, what genre do you think that song or artist comes from? And then I have a follow-up question, but I'll let you guys both tackle that first. So Taylor, what's what's your song that comes to mind, or or artist? My song is This Is Me from The Greatest Showman. It gets me, like, feeling better about myself, Mm -hmm. and more confident what what makes it do that for you? What part of it makes you feel that way? Mostly her voice. Her voice, and what are the what are the lyrics like? Well, they usually make you like Empowered. very have like very happy. Right. Well, what's she basically saying? 
she's saying like you should not be someone you're not you shouldn't try to hide who you are good yeah believing in yourself right it's a very upbeat song do you have any sense of what genre that's from um what kind of me what kind of movie is it from oh it's like a show like it's a musical a musical or a show tune yeah so the genre is probably like either musicals or show tunes or like broadway music uh, and you, you already nailed one of the Broadway. features of it is in Broadway. Um, that these are, I don't know what we were impersonating there, but it sounded good. Um, <laughs> but the most powerful thing about that kind of music usually is very strong vocals because the person singing it is a character from the storylines. You're already very emotionally attached to them when you hear the song. And so they usually get people to sing those songs who have very, very strong voices. And you're very moved by the way that they sing as much as by the lyrics. That's a good choice. You're still giggling about our Broadway. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, Mackenzie, what's your song or artist? I completely forgot. Oh, boy. All right, Mackenzie, what, what's your song? My artist? song is Pray For Me by Kendrick Lamar. Uh-huh. And I want to talk about how the movie that I know it from is Black Panther. It's a Marvel movie. And it is certainly not a musical. But nope. he got his song in there anyway just to set the mood for the movie. And they thought it would work really well with the scene that it's in. I forget what that scene sure. is. Sure. So uh, what genre do you think that is? It's like hip hop and R and B probably is the is the genre. That's Kendrick Lamar's How usual hip-hop? genre. Isn't hip hop feet mostly feet? Hip hop mostly feet. No. <laughs> no, no hip hop includes like, like rap dance. music and rhythm and blues, things like that are all related to, to hip hop as a genre. Um, and Kendrick Lamar is usually considered like part of the rap and hip hop genre. So he was asked to write that song for that movie. Um, probably by the director because they were going, like you said, for a particular emotional feel for that. And that song has a very sort of, it's an empowering message. It thematically matches the ideas of the movie. Um, and I think artistically he's an artist whose values and ideas are really similar to the values and ideas of that movie. Cause that's a movie that's very strongly about, um, about black culture and about the empowerment of that idea and so on. So I think that's where that, that genre and idea comes from. You have any other thoughts about that song? Well, no, but about the movie, but that's not... Yeah, we'll save the movie. It's not relevant. No, we'll save that for some other time, and we can talk more about Kendrick Lamar maybe a different time, too. Because he has another favorite song from our repertoire. You know what it is? You know his other song we listen to all the time? Nope. It's Humble. Oh, yeah, that's Kendrick Lamar. You guys don't pay attention to who your artists what? are when we're rocking out in the car. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we're big fans of him in our house. All right, so so that was part one. First question was, uh, what's a song or an artist, and what genre do you think that they fit into? But then here's the second question, and this one you're probably going to have to talk to an adult in your life about, because the second question is, who do you think or what do you think influence that artist because when we talk about genres one thing we have to kind of talk about is the history and origin of where a certain type of music comes from so most modern artists they would if you ask them they would talk about uh who influenced them growing up or who inspired their music is another word that artists sometimes use so i want you to see if you can get an adult to help you think about if you like this artist right now whether they're new or old what artists before them do you think influenced their style or their lyrics or inspired them 
uh, to write the songs that they wrote. Do you guys think you have an answer for that? No. No? That's a tough one? No. So I'll let these guys answer that one next week for their two songs because that is a much harder question, and they're also probably going to need to talk to an adult, maybe even besides me, to get an answer. So next week we will come at you with a new topic, uh, and we will expand on our thoughts from this week about those two songs and the, the inspirations behind them and the artists that came before them. Uh, and you guys can talk about it with someone in your life between now and then. We will see you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye, Felicia's. Goodbye, my friends. We just said that. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Hi parents, just wanted to add one quick addendum to this week's episode, actually two quick addendums. Um, So the first one is this, we are still getting things up and running uh, with everything related to pop culture kids, but the one thing that we do have active now is on Facebook, you can now go to our Facebook page if you search at uh, pop cultured kids, that's P-O-P-C-U-L-T-U-R-E-D kids. Uh, then you should be able to find our Facebook page and there will be a space there uh, for your little listeners to comment, share their thoughts, share their ideas based on the questions of the week. Uh, And we'd love to hear from you and maybe even feature some of the best answers in future podcasts. The second thing that I want to mention just really briefly is that uh, today in our podcast for the first time, I think uh, there was mention of maybe some songs that aren't or or some pop culture in general that's not age appropriate for everyone. So just a, a, yes, a universal disclaimer whenever we reference a song like that, uh, like Humble by Kendrick Lamar, we're talking about the radio edit. Um, You have to make choices, obviously, about what's best for your young listeners. Um, But when we are referencing songs like that, uh, you want to make sure that you are choosing the version of the the song that is best and most appropriate for your kids. Same same for films and things like that. So just a quick disclaimer about that. Uh, If you're, again, your young listeners are looking to follow up with what they hear us talking about on the podcast, we will always be talking about the age appropriate versions of things or else we wouldn't be talking about them at all. See you next time.